Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. This is Charger Rundown. I'm Reagan Genschieski. And I'm Calvin McNelly with all things Charger Sports. This week in Charger Rundown, we are bringing in a member of the shotgun team. Anthony Lamacchia is going to be joining us in studio. But first... A quick recap from the weekend. Despite a comeback, the Hillsdale football team fell 28-17 against Ashland on Saturday. Down 22 at the half, Julian Lee made his career-long 43 field goal to put the Chargers on the board. Quarterback Garrett Eisen found Alec Foose in the end zone, and shortly after, Logan Van Eckenvoort rushed into the end zone to put the Chargers back in the game. Junior defensive end Kendall Tobin finished with two sacks to lead a Charger defense. Junior safety Zach Herzog led the Chargers with 13 tackles, and junior linebacker Kyle Kudla chipped in 10. But a late touchdown and the Eagles' 289 rushing yards made the difference, giving the Eagles the W. This weekend, the volleyball team was on the road sweeping both Malone and Walsh. Ali Uis recorded 18 digs against Malone, and Maisie Brown had 10 kills, both highs for the team during the match. Caroline Shelton led the way for the team's victory on Saturday as she recorded her 14th double-double of the season against Walsh. She finished with 12 kills and 20 digs. Coming up this week, the volleyball team will take on Finley on Friday. The swimming and diving team will race against Olivet, Ursuline, and Notre Dame on Saturday. And the football team will take on Kentucky Wesleyan on Saturday at 1 p.m. So like I mentioned before, We are doing something different, someone we've never had in the studio, a sport we've never had in the studio. Uh, Anthony Lamacchia from the Hillsdale Shotgun team is in studio with us today. Anthony, thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks for having me. Happy to be here. So we were talking briefly uh, before we pressed record in the studio, and I said we've, we've never had anybody on. And so I really just want to know all things shotgun and hopefully maybe encourage our listeners to go out to the range and watch you guys compete. So, Anthony, in maybe a, a promo, if you're trying to sell the shotgun to, team to somebody, what is the shotgun team? In very, very brief terms, we fling small shells full of lead at <laughs> clay targets flying through the air. That's the basic gist of it. And we do that in six different ways. Uh, so we have six different disciplines that we practice uh, and compete in. Um, Let's see, where do I start? Um, the basic one that maybe a lot of kids had their dads take them out to the range as a kid was trap shooting. Trap shooting, basically, you're standing five, pe- five people in a line in front of a box. In that box is a machine that just throws a target out at any angle. It's, it's random. Depends on when you call for the target. And the goal is to shoot it. And you do that in groups of 25. Do that four times. There's 100 targets. So that's one of the six disciplines that we compete in. There's a variation on that where it throws two. And you have, <clears throat> typically you, th- you use a, an over-under shotgun, which has two barrels. It can only hold two shells. It's not like in the movies where you see guys going bang, 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 bang. <laughs> so you only have two shells in the gun. And uh, with the doubles variation, you don't get a second shot. You just have to hit two targets as many times in a row as you can. Um, skeet shooting is a little different. You're still in an arc, in a semicircle arc, and you're moving around it, but there are two houses, one on either side of you, that throw targets that cross in front of you. And as you move around, you've got different, um, 
there's an order in which you shoot the two targets mm -hmm. and you move, you change orders depending on where you are around that arc. And again, it's shot in groups of 25, four of those is 100, there's the second 100. Uh, there's a doubles variation of that as well, where both come out at the same time from everywhere. It's a little more challenging. Um, so there's total 400 targets out of the 600 that we compete in. The last two are the most fun. It's called Sporting Clays. Um, you maybe heard about this if you've seen any promo material from the range or from anywhere. It's basically golf with a shotgun. You go around a course to different stations, uh, Excuse me, and there are machines set up at each station designed to simulate hunting. That's what the huh. game was originally intended to be, was hunting simulation. And as you move around, you shoot six or eight targets per station. Do that for 14, 12, sometimes 15 stations. That makes up your 100. Uh, the special variation on that is called super sporting. And that just means there's more targets out there for you to hit. So we've got <coughs> three main games, trap, skeet, and sporting clays, and a variation on each of those. And those are the six disciplines that we compete in as a team. Wow. It sounds complicated um at the same time it's probably m more simple to you so when you go to practice uh every day or how often you practice mm -hmm. do you just run through these different events uh multiple times or there do you break it down to fundamentals do, are you guys in the weight room at all so we practice three times a week uh, monday wednesday friday and we usually usually a practice is just 100 rounds um, so it, it would be one round of 100 if you were to shoot one thing or you can break it up. It really depends. Um, it depends on the athlete, on the shooter, what they want to work on. Uh, if you're struggling with the fundamentals of one of the games, you just sit there and drill on that for two hours. Um, if you feel a little more confident, you can just shoot around, see how it goes overall. Or sometimes we'll do mock competitions amongst the team as we're getting ready to go to a big shoot and just score ourselves and see how we would do if it were a competitive situation. Um, your weight room question, we have been in the past. Some changes recently have made it to where scheduling is not optimal and we just try to make the best of it. I know personally myself, I'm in the gym in the morning before class and I know a lot of other people make that a priority just whenever they can throughout their day. It's really interesting and um, I think for people who maybe aren't familiar with the college halter shooting sports center range? Yes. You wouldn't get it. You wouldn't get uh, kind of the gravity or how the 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 intensity in which the, the, I mean when, when you go when you drive up to the halter shooting sports range, you can tell it's a serious place. I mean yeah. this is this is a real legit sport, and we take it very seriously. Yes, and I think I think that's so cool, and you can tell by the way you're talking about it, the passion you have for this, and it's so <laughs> exciting to talk to you. Um, I want to talk a little bit. So, talk about a, a competition, right? How, how many teams you guys usually compete against? What What is a d typical competition day work uh, go like? Are all those events you talked about happening at the same time during a meet day? So, it uh, the answer is it depends. Okay. Um, the first thing I tell people when they ask about competitions is a lot more schools have shooting teams than you would think. Mm. And I think mm. the reason they're not maybe as well known is because we're not NCAA. We are not an official NCAA sport. Mm. Which, fine, you know, whatever. Um, but at NCAA, please figure it out. We are a little salty on behalf of all. That, that's what this show is really about. Um, we're bringing you all things complaints with the NCAA. <laughs> <laughs> um, Carry on. No, so as a team, officially, we compete in two separate leagues. One is the SCTP, the Collegiate Clay Target, or excuse me, Collegiate Clay, SC, Scholastic Clay Target Program. Yes. 
You'll edit that. It's hard to keep track. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> and the other one is the ACUI, which is the Association of Collegiate Unions International, mm. something like that. Just two parent organizations that promote collegiate clay target shooting. And uh, a, a match day or a, a shoot, as we call them, really depends on uh, which league it is and what time of the year it is. So we just got back two weeks ago from Marengo, Ohio, which is about half an hour north of Columbus. Uh, at the Cardinal Shooting Center, and we competed in just the main three, trap, skeet, and sporting clays. But we didn't just shoot 300 targets overall. We shot 200 of each for 600 mm. over the course of three days. So what a typical match day looks like there is we drive down Thursday night. Friday, we shoot a total of 200 targets. Saturday's 300. That's a big day. That's a marathon day. <laughs> and then Sunday, we shoot the last 100 and then drive back. Um, if we were to do, uh, let's see, in two weeks, we're going down to Nashville. Wow. Excuse me. Going down to Nashville to the Nashville Gun Club for an ACUI shoot, which is the the league that hosts our biggest shoot of the year in March in San Antonio. So for that, we need to we need to shoot and prepare for all six disciplines. So the big three, trap skis, sporting clays, and their variations each. And we'll shoot between 50 and 100 of each of those over uh, that shoot, I think, is four days. So we get a little more time there. Um, let's see, a third option would be just this past weekend, we were in San Antonio again for a totally different league. That's all individual. I do it myself over the summer. It's not a team thing. Mm -hmm. That was 400 targets in three days. So it just depends on what we're doing and where we're doing it and what time of the year it is. It can be kind of grueling like that 300 targets a day is a long day, mm -hmm. but it's a lot of fun. And if you do it right, you can make the best of it. That's so incredible. I can't. Three three hundred's a lot. That's a lot of stinking birds you're shooting. Yeah. That's really yeah. it's it's a really impressive. And you said you're competing like this last weekend, and you're going to be competing in March. Is this a year round commitment to be being in the being yeah. in the shotgun team? Yeah, it's really we're active. We will be done officially after Thanksgiving for the fall season and for the fall semester, and then we'll pick up probably about a week early for classes in the spring and go through the beginning of April. So it's really a year-long commitment. We shoot in the cold, in the rain, in the everything, as long as it's not lightning. Talking to you, Anthony Lamacchia on Charger Rundown of the Shotgun Team, you talked about this being year-round, so it's probably not something you just picked up um, on a whim one day or you know, just when you got to Hillsdale. Mm -hmm. So, Anthony, how did you get into the sport of shotgun? I first fired a shotgun when I was nine years old. My dad had been getting into it recreationally, and I took an interest and convinced him to take me out one day, and he handed me a little gun and told me how to hold it and what was safe and what wasn't, and then said, go do it. So I put it up to my shoulder and bang, you know, <laughs> nine years old, kicked the crap out of me, <laughs> didn't know what to do. Uh, and then after that first day, I was just, it, it stuck. It, it's addicting. It's adrenaline-filled. Uh, you just want to keep going out and doing it. So I did it recreationally until I was about 15 or 16 um, found a way to compete in it individually back home. And then as I was looking at colleges, actually, I didn't know Hillsdale had a shotgun team when I first started looking at Hillsdale. No way. Yeah. Uh, and then I found it and it was, it was that, you know, I needed to come here and I'm lucky I only applied to here and got <laughs> in and the rest is history. But we have guys, there's a senior on the team right now who first fired a shot six months before coming to Hillsdale. Really? So it really depends. There's um, there's a lot of natural gun pointing ability. That's what we call it. That goes into this. Like some guys can just pick up a gun and know what to do and learn the fundamentals of it like that and begin to compete at a world-class level. And I mean, 
you guys are very successful as a shotgun team. And I believe that might be, and, and maybe you can explain this a little bit more to me, why I think the Olympic shotgun team or, or the Olympic shooting team mm-hmm. has partnered with the college. And there was a big event. I was still on campus mm-hmm. uh, in late May due to softball. And there was like huge event in the Beerman for um, yeah. the Olympic shooting team or shotgun team. Yeah. Uh, is that because of you guys? I can't say no for sure, but I don't want to say yes. Uh, That's a yes. Okay. <laughs> it's a yes. It's a yes. <laughs> Let me translate. I, I'm starting to speak. I think that's like a typical boy thing, but I like, you know, I'm starting to speak male. I understand. Okay. That's okay. a yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, no, the, the, the shotgun team in the past has been very successful. We are, as of 2019, six-time uh, national champions in Division Three, including wow. uh, including 2021. But Division Three in not in NCAA. Correct. We're looking at you, NCAA, yeah, in just like NAIA. Uh, no, the ACUI, the Associate. Oh, right. uh, okay. uh, there Association of Collegiate Unions International, which is totally separate. No one's ever heard of it except for people who do right. what I do. And that's why you had to say it twice for me to remember it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I still forget it sometimes. Yeah. Uh, no, the, the team in the past has been very successful. They had a long line of really good people come through the program, and that gained a lot of attention from uh, companies such like Winchester. We have a great relationship with the Winchester Ammunition Company. That's all mm-hmm. we shoot. Um, people who want to, companies who want to sponsor the range facility to make improvements to that. And that all led to, it was, let's see, we're all seniors here. So it was our sophomore years, two, two school years ago. They announced the partnership between Hillsdale College and USA Shooting, which is the governing body of all of the Olympic shooting teams. So that's shotgun, uh, air pistol and air rifle. And shotgun was the first one to really be implemented out at the range. So over the course of these past two years, we've built five Olympic trap fields and four Olympic skeet fields. That's uh, the we're one of the only places in the country that has facilities like this. And just a couple months ago, we were actually named the home of the USA shooting team. Wow! Which includes a. Uh, uh, just announced this past weekend, actually, a multi-million dollar indoor air pistol rifle range to complete the set. We ne- we have the shotgun facilities now, and we're working our way to getting the pistol rifle facilities so that we can really be a home for any of these Olympic athletes who want to come stay here for a bit and train getting ready for the Olympics. So cool. And especially we got to see that a little bit this summer because there were actually some Olympians who competed Correct. in Tokyo who were here this yes. summer training, which is so amazing. I think Hillsdale, Michigan, not exactly a... Did you meet them? I, yeah, I got to meet them a little bit this summer because I was covering it for the really? for the social media uh, internship I had. And it, it was so amazing. But it's so cool, right? I mean, we're yeah. here. Yeah. We're, we're not, you know, not in New York or even like Nashville or Austin, you know, yeah. we're here in, in Hillsdale. So... Don't so dig on New York. Cal. I mean, oh, New York. Oh. <laughs> That's oh. where I'm from. That's where I'm from. You might be able to hear it in my voice a little bit. But yeah, maybe. Continue. No, but it's so it's so amazing. And um, talk when you when you see you know it, it is is it is it exciting for you to be around you know those this this I mean this is these are world class shooters right yes. and you're training on the same facilities they are every day yes is that I mean do, do you. Do you, it, is, is that something that's important to you? Is that, is that cool? I mean, it's surreal yeah, right. getting to see these people. I, I've spent years just watching YouTube videos of these people shooting in Olympic finals and training and just anything like that. And now to not only see them from a distance on the range that I shoot at as well, but to meet them and shake their hands and get their phone numbers and everything. It's just such an incredible opportunity that only Hillsdale people get. Like, that's really special that the college has this intimate relationship with USA shooting like that. 
it was actually uh, interesting this summer because a lot of people came here to Hillsdale to train because the former USA shooting base is is on a army is on a, is is on an army base. USA shooting uh, like the the thing where the shotgun team was at home before was, was on a army base, right? Correct. So yeah. before um, yeah. uh, about as of about twelve months ago, the the big three training facilities in the country were Colorado Springs. Fort Benning, Georgia, which is what you're talking about, and here, um, I, I don't know the the specifics, but Colorado Springs is kind of le- lessening from that equation. So yeah. right now, it's just us and Fort Benning, Georgia, and which, being on an army base, like you said, their access to that isn't as consistent as it is here, so, especially during the COVID, right? right? Because they were very worried about that. So it's so interesting that, and here we were not as worried about that. So so we were able. To <laughs> it, do didn't that. it didn't exist. It didn't exist. Like, no. Can we say that? <laughs> Well, I we, say that everywhere I go. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> Let's go. Whatever government, if you're listening, COVID doesn't exist in Hillsdale. <laughs> Let's go. Interesting. Well, I kind of feel like um, you to know the uh, Cal. I feel like you could be on the shotgun team with how much you're talking about there right you go. now. He's oh, wearing he's, a hat right he's now. He's wearing the hat that says Hillsdale sh- Shotgun Team. You've been looking forward to this episode. I can I've been tell. so excited to have Anthony. On. <laughs> oh, good. Well, we're talking to Anthony here on Charger Rundown Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Member of the Shotgun Team. Now you both know a lot about this, so maybe this is a question that you don't even think about very mm-hmm. often, but. I get nervous before I get up to bat, and I know that I get pretty shaky, and mm-hmm. I just pray to God that nobody can see that I'm shaking <laughs> right now um, because I know that pitcher's then just going to throw me a screwball. Right. And, you know. So do you get nervous? Um, and if so, how do you guys uh, calm that down? Because you can't be shaky, I, I would imagine, to have such a precise... No, you can't. And the... Uh, not not getting into the nitty gritty of it, the margin of error as far as aiming a shotgun is a little more than a rifle or anything, but you still, it's not big. Like you can't be shaken around to the point where the gun is moving around uncontrollably. Yeah. Uh, and you do get nervous. It you, We're all at differing level. We all have different competition experience. We have two freshmen this year who are already on the junior national team for various events. So they've seen some competitions in their past, but myself, I had never been to a big competition before we went to Sparta, Illinois, my freshman year. So getting, um, part of it's a comfort thing. You get used to it over time. Uh, you get used to how you respond to big situations and how to cope with that to bring your nerves back down. Uh, with, with our sport, it's such a mental sport as uh, I'm sure everyone says that, but with us, like we don't do much physical movement. We need to be agile and everything, but we're not, it's not a brute strength thing. It's kind of a mind and eyes thing connecting with the hands. So we need to be able to keep the mental energy up without sending it over the peak and causing ourselves to just crash and burn and freak out mentally. So it's really a process of trial and error and seeing what sticks with you as an individual. We've been through a couple different mental training programs as a team to try to help deal with that. And it's worked to varying degrees for each of each of the shooters. But like I said, it's really up to each of them to just get used to it and figure out what works for them. And if you can do it, and if you can stay calm but excited during competition, it can work really well. And this is also something that I ask week to week. Uh, so it kind of goes hand in hand, I would say, with maybe those this nerves uh, mm-hmm. thing that we're talking about. You, I'm assuming you talk to the other shooters uh, out there on the range, and it, it's probably friendly. But is there any like trash talking that goes on, like? Uh, 
hope you miss or like <laughs> whoa like let's go, let's go. look at that and then you're like, i don't know like yeah. you try to get them distracted a little bit not to that extent we're all really good friends and we have a bond where we can kind of poke around with each other like that um but at the end of the day we're all just hoping everyone hits every target and well i will give a personal example i won't name him but another one of the seniors on the team and i were roommates freshman year and have had this kind of unspoken competition between the two of us ever since and we're always counting each other's scores and seeing who's going to be on top at the end of the event and everything. And at the end of the day, you just learn to get over that because it doesn't really matter. And even the act of counting another person's scores while you're shooting can lose your can force you to lose your your concentration and everything. Um, so it's it's all good fun, but there's there's definitely no I hope you miss. So it's so funny the that the uh, this I love that question every week. It's my favorite because you kind of it's really you get into the nitty gritty of the sport and what it's like to actually compete and yeah. you know for your sport you have to be so mentally locked in. Mm-hmm. Um, talk about your equipment, right? So you're you're spending you're, you're you have three days in a row you're using the same piece, the same Correct. shotgun, Correct. you know, three days in a row, sometimes up to three hundred shots in a day. You know, mm-hmm. talk about the the care. What, how much time do you have to put into uh, lubrication, cleaning, those type of things to keep it ready to go for your next performance? Um, the number one rule is anytime it gets wet, you run oil and grease over it to get the water off and get some protectant on it. Um, we have guys who uh, clean their guns every single day. They shoot. I'm a little more relaxed about it. I'm usually about once a week. Um, I've I've had my shotgun since freshman year. And since then, I think the running count was just under 50,000 rounds I put through it in that time. So it's it's a tank, and we have a lot of guys who shoot this gun. It's a Kohler Arms Max Light sporting gun. Um, It's a very nice shotgun. It's a more top-of-the-line gun built to take a lot of abuse. Um, I have a crack in the wood on my gun that's been there for a couple months now. Haven't really noticed any other problems with it. Uh, once I got over like the mental pain of it cracking, like that thing's my baby and <laughs> right, here it's yeah. broken. Yeah. Um, but no, it, as long as you take basic good care of it, make sure there's, uh, like you said, lubrication on it, make sure any any rust gets taken care of. Because that can happen if it's humid and it's in a case for a while, it's, it's going to rust a little bit. But that's usually not that big of an issue. We usually do pretty good about that. Well, Anthony, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show. And I hope that maybe this episode will bring some more uh people to the range and i would hope maybe before the end of the year um you could take me out shooting i would i've actually absolutely am like huge like pro gun as you and, should be but i've i've never shot a gun before so i would yeah. love to do that Let's but make that happen yeah thank you so much for being on the show and thank you for listening to charger rundown on radio free hillsdale 101.7 fm